0: Good morning. Welcome to another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Today, I'm talking about God is love, so he must hate. Now, so many people have followed soft teaching women's ministries for so long with their constant focus on God is love, combined with an absence of teaching on sin, holiness, and wrath, that now we have slews of women who disbelieve that God hates anything. This is prompted from an interaction on Twitter. I had with a woman who began her interaction with me by calling me a liar. I'm very sad, as an aside here, that civil discourse seems to have gone by the wayside and people feel so free to resort to name-calling to make their point, and worse, at the outset of a conversation. She was commenting on my tweet thread on Things God Hates, which this blog and podcast is an expansion of. And it was accompanied by the verse from Proverbs 6. You know, six things the Lord hates, no seven. But ignoring the verse, she said that God doesn't hate those he created. Now, I agree on the surface, it seems to be a contradiction for God to make people and then hate them. But we forget the beginning. It didn't start out that way. He created Adam and then Eve. He created them in love, to have fellowship with them, and for them to know him and have fellowship. And then they sinned, bringing upon the world a curse, and upon themselves a sin nature, which reverberates down to this generation and is in every human ever born, except for Jesus. God did not start out hating his created beings. Remember also, he created the angels, and he did not hate them either until Lucifer, a.k.a. Satan, the adversary, sinned and brought a third of the angels with him in rebellion. Sin entered the world when he enticed Eve, and she disobeyed. And God hates sin. He just does. Always remember that. And the phrase God hates the sin but loves the sinner, it isn't biblical. God does not cast only sin into the lake of fire. He casts sinners into the lake of fire. Now, I agree it is not profitable to focus only on God's hate of sin or his wrath or his punishment. But it's also not good to focus only on his love, and his care, and his tenderness in saving us. As my pastor says, there are two wings to the airplane. There's love-hate, law-gospel, salvation-wrath, sin-repentance, and so on. The plane is lopsided with only one wing, and it won't fly right. We must have a balanced view of our walk with God and of his attributes. Now, our believing lives are two sides of one coin. While the redeemed are loved and no wrath is due us because of our risen Jesus from the cross, even after salvation, we should remember the position of the unredeemed. They dwell on an earth that is cursed. They personally are dangling on a flimsy spiderweb strand over the lake of fire to be dropped into it for all eternity if they fail to respond to the gospel. But that's where we are with so many women's ministries. A decades-long hyper-focus on love has given younger women the notion that no matter what, God is love only. But God is holy, holy, holy. Paul Washer has said, quote, can God be good and not move against wickedness? No. Can God be good and be apathetic toward evil? Absolutely not. End quote. That was a quote from Paul Washer from his excerpt of a longer sermon called The Hatred of God. God does hate. Malachi 2.16, God hates divorce. Malachi 1, 3, Romans 9, 1.3, Romans 9.13, God hated Esau. Proverbs 6, God hates six things, no seven. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, heart that devises wicked thoughts. And as an aside here from the verse, do you think he only hates the hands or the heart? or the person who is doing it. Continuing Proverbs 6, he hates feet that hasten to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who spreads strife among brothers. Revelation 2.6, God hates the deeds of the Nicolaitans. Zechariah 8.17, God hates false oaths. And this one that Washer expands on a bit, Psalm 5.5 or Psalm 11.5, God hates all workers of iniquity. It doesn't say here he just hates iniquity. He hates the people that work it. And that's not even a comprehensive list of what God hates. Now, the title of this blog essay, God is love, so he must hate, is a quote from Paul Washer, that excerpt I mentioned, and I'll link to it. To paraphrase something he said um, in that sermon, quote, not an exact quote, but a paraphrase, if you love babies, you must hate abortion. If you love African-Americans, you must hate slavery. If you love the Jewish people, you must hate the Holocaust. And Washer paraphrase. What he was describing there is that two sides of the same coin you cannot have a holy hate unless you have love and you cannot have a christian love unless you also hate we must hate what god hates washer said and this is a quote you know that wonderful statement that goes something like this god loves the sinner and hates the sin just look at this text psalm 55 5. is that what it teaches it's not what it teaches I'm sorry, I know it's a pretty thing to say, and it looks good on the back of a contemporary Christian t-shirt, but it's not what the scriptures teach. Psalm 5.5 does not say here that God's hatred is manifested towards the wicked deed. It says God's hatred is manifested toward the one who commits it. And Paul Washer, quote, Don't be fooled by ministries that omit half the gospel. God does hate. How could He not? He's perfectly holy. Therefore, sin offends Him. Sinners offend Him. But God, we are amazed and grateful that though He is thoroughly offended by sin and sinners, hates it, He sent Jesus to die for us. That. Hopefully that makes you exalt Jesus even more in your mind and heart. Now, here's my disclaimer. This is not to say we go around hating unbelievers who sin. They can't help it. We were once a sinner who couldn't help it. And we redeemed are not perfected yet. So we falter when we attempt to have a righteous indignation or a holy hate. Our motivations are born out of love for God, so we try our best. But our sin nature still can corrupt the end result. So what I'm saying is have compassion on sinners. Leave the judgment and holy hate to God. Now, God is love, but he does hate. Never forget that he is perfect. So his hate is perfect. Always just the right amount and in the right degree, toward the right things. So, dear ladies, please try to have a right view of God, and a comprehensive view containing all his attributes. Look at him as he is revealed through scripture, not through ourselves or our own notions of what love and hate is. And please take a listen to Washer's 19-minute clip on the hatred of God. It's washer at his best. Well, this has been another episode of the end time blog podcast. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful day.